Hello, everybody. This is Lori H. Schwartz, your Tech Cat, and we are broadcasting live on voiceamerica.com. And today and tomorrow, we are hanging out at the IIEX conference, which is the Insight Innovation Exchange Conference, which is one of the number one um, insights conferences um, in the country. Very exciting. We're talking to thought leaders all about new modern methods around research and insights for businesses. And right now, we are jumping into a fantastic interview with Bonnie Breslauer. Right? I got that's that right. it. You got oh, yeah. it right, okay, That's right. <laughs> Who is the Executive Vice President of Client Relations at Lightspeed GMI and some great um, discussions about what Lightspeed is doing. So, Bonnie, tell us, what, what does Lightspeed GMI do? Sure. Thanks, Lori. First of all, thanks again for having me. It's really oh, uh, it is a pleasure. Our, our right? pleasure. Really appreciate it. <laughs> so, I'll give you the elevator pitch, okay. um, which is just a, you know, a really quick high-level overview of what we do. Sure. Um, so, basically, Lightspeed GMI facilitates a deep understanding of both consumer opinions and behavior behavior, which I'll talk about in just a minute, through digital data collection. Okay. So what that means is um, basically, other than our staff, uh, which we consider our greatest asset, uh, our greatest asset would be the panels that we've developed and managed um, since really 1998 when the company um, started to develop. We provide access to over five and a half million panelists who are really people or consumers uh, that give their opinions across over 40 countries. So we have, you know, a, a vast um, number of people who really um, opt into our panels to give their opinion. And I think that's what's so special is they're, um, they're just not opting in to do a lot of different activities. They're specifically joining our panels to give their opinion and feedback to brands exclusively for marketing research purposes. And why do they do that? Why do people opt into panels? I mean, are you paying them or do they just do it because they want to be heard? Well, we give them a very nominal incentive. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so I don't think anybody's going to get rich uh, taking our surveys. Right. It's just um, it's a little stipple, as my grandmother yeah, would say. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's a token of our um, appreciation. And, of course, we want to compensate in some way for their time. But these are people who really want to make an impact and, and give their opinion. Got and it. we've, you know, we've... Um, we asked them that question, and I think that, you know, that shows why there's a relationship with our longstanding panels um, and why we're so, you know, successful in maintaining them. That's, that's great. And then what is your role? What is your role there? Like, what are you, you know, day-to-day responsible for? Well, that is, you know, never ask me that in a bar because <laughs> I could go on and on and on about what I do. Um, but basically, I have been there since I started in 2001, uh, which was when the company went commercial. So as I mentioned, we started in 1998 when mm-hmm. the you know panels were developed, and that was back in the Wild West before companies really started migrating their surveys online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've ha- held both um, regional and global roles, and in my current role, uh, I manage some really, really big clients. I'm responsible for, you know, delivering and, and making sure they are happy. And I manage a team, uh, a pretty large team. And I still contribute, uh, at, you know, basically to the strategy of Lightspeed, both for our region and also at the global level. So um, just so I understand as someone who's not deep inside of the business, what what is the, you know, value prop for, for Lightspeed? Like what's different about what you guys are doing? I know you have some exciting initiatives going on. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot different. I think, you know, we always talk about 
quality. And I think if you asked anybody that question, you know, they would, would talk about that. But it's really the foundation of, of what our business uh, is built in, built on, you know, spanning from the, the people that we, you know, hire, but also through the, the panels and, you know, all of our um, offers. But I think what's, what's new and exciting um, is something that we just announced last month called Amplifier Appends. And we talk a lot about the importance of behavioral data because marketers really want to understand not just the what, the, not just the the um, the what and the attitude, but the, wha- the, sorry, the why, not the just why. the why, but right. also the um, the buy. Right. So we're able to really integrate um, the the opinions, the attitudinal data with the behavioral data, and the way that we've done this is really special um, because we have taken you know very uh, deep data sets. Uh, we have a breadth of information and we've matched it against over a million panelist profiles wow. okay. uh, that sit on our panel. So we have um, very rich information that allows us to paint a really complete portrait of consumers that you know brands are connecting with. And at the same time, and this is really key, it's a very integrated and seamless process. So we make it easy for our clients uh, because there's pieces of it that have been available before, but it's always been very cumbersome and time-consuming. Well, you had to be sort of a, an expert in data to, to look at it now. And now <laughs> totally. if someone came on board as a new client, they could interpret your, your, your information and your insights and they yeah. don't have to be I mean, a basically they would just ask, you know, we would be able to, you know, make a recommendation in terms of what date, what type of data uh, to append which really runs the gamut. We, um, we have an offer called Context, and we can append Facebook likes. We can append segmentation um, data through third parties like Experian Mosaics or Axiom Personics. We also have some very unique offers through the future company and some uh, category uh, purchase level data through um, a very well-known um, data uh, management platform, uh, part of Wonderman, known as iBehavior. So those are just a couple of examples of the, the types of things that we're able to do. Oh, that is so cool. So in terms of the brands that you're working with, and I don't know if you're allowed to say the names, but sure. I would imagine, because you know so much about them, that they're with you for a long time. I mean, are, are your, is your relationship with your clients pretty long? Once you uh, learn about them, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so our, our space is really in that digital data collection yeah. um, space. So primarily we're working with other uh, market research companies, although sometimes we do work directly with corporate clients. But we do have long-standing history, and we have so much data sitting on our, um, on our panel. And I think that's what's, what's so great is that we're able to really – um, not just look forward, but look back and also integrate, you know, so much of the of the data that's out there. So we're doing uh, really cool things where a lot of um, a lot of companies, when they hire research firms, they'll hire one research firm to do their segmentation, another one to do their branding and their ad testing. Then they've got somebody handling their social media, and you're looking at all these disparate sources. Uh, syndicated data might sit somewhere. Right, right, For right. us, I think we're able to really pull together a lot of these different um, sources. And I think that's where the, you know, that's one of the great things that's exciting about the industry because I think we're going to see a lot of integration. Right. That, I, I mean, I think that's huge. And you're absolutely right. Having come from the agency world, it was always interactive over there and broadcast over there. And then those people never talked to those people. And in fact, they were kind of hostile to each other. Right. <laughs> right. And then to be able to interpret social media data in a way that gives it a validity that traditional data had. 
right? Because social has always been this, well, what's a like worth, you know? But you're actually turning this into valuable commodities. Yeah, and I think it's integrating. So we're not looking at anything... Uh, as an individual, it's it's wrapping it all up and getting that complete view of the consumer. So we're able to to really understand not just you know where not just why they're buying a particular you know product and looking at you know the path to purchase, but being able to go you know much deeper and look at them you know through that that whole journey. God, that's it, so interesting. So, yeah. So um, I know that. Uh, you know, you guys have to keep up with like the latest technology and the latest trends. What are some of the things that you're looking at in, in trends in your space that you think are interesting? Well, one of the things that I personally uh, am very excited about is something that we're working on. It's really emerging and under development, but it um, it really is a way of using uh, some of the primary research, particularly these segmentation models, and building them out to be able to um, help media planners and ultimately, you know, being used for, for advertising. And I think it's um, it's a great application for us because we, you know, we have um, people opt in for our panels, and you've got to be very careful and make sure that you're compliant in, in doing all of this. But um, there's a lot of great applications and I w- wanted to give you um, yeah. a, a specific example. And I think one of the reasons we're able to do this now and we, went, we couldn't do it before is because of those rich data sets that I was talking about, but also because there's technical um, capabilities, technology platforms um, like an ad technology through data management platforms that enable us to do that. And as I mentioned, again, we're in the, in the pilot stage, um, but there's just a tremendous amount of interest. So I, I wanted to give you just a quick example yeah. of what that could look like. Shoot us, baby. Okay. Give it to us. Let's <laughs> say a car rental company wants to expand uh, their market share among um, eco-friendly, you know, environmentally friendly, obviously, consumers. So how it would work, a marketing research firm would conduct research to identify a segment of consumers opening to renting from that company. Um, and then they would identify those people as um, eco-friendly. Having given their permission, key, having given their permission, these respondents are then matched to a data management platform and scaled through a lookalike modeling to find a market universe of online profiles, uh, which is in the millions. So there's a lot of different steps, a lot of different types of companies involved. You've got um, the, the market research company that's doing the segmentation. There's lookalike modeling. Um, and then there's a customized, you know, there's a, a customized brand messaging um, that's developed by the ad agency and directed to these people. Um, so there's more to come on that, but I think that we're seeing as we talk about it and as we work on pilots, there's just a lot of a lot you're of really, interest. Really, really, really pulling together some key threads that are bubbling up in our world together to to get to a really accurate insight. Yeah, and it's yes, and it's all, um, and I think it's making that that connection to be able to really activate what we learn in research and to be able to, to leverage that. And now, we haven't uh, been able to do that I before. have a question I just thought of um, out of the blue, but like when you're in your regular life, are people always asking you for like inside advice? <laughs> just in like regular <laughs> life, you know, is your family coming up to you and, you, you and going, well, how would you interpret this, <laughs> this uh, moment? <laughs> yes, I would say that would be the case. <laughs> <laughs> because you're, if you're thinking in insights, you're always looking at pulling out that piece of, you know, that tidbit that will provide value, right? You're always looking under the hood, deeper and deeper and deeper. And, and also at all the new behaviors and new tech platforms that are that are surfacing yeah I mean I think we see 
uh, you know, the, the, we'll hear today, you know, today there's so much talk about disruption. Yes. Um, but I, I think there's just so much positive and that word has such a negative connotation. And I think the, the, the disruption is it's all a good leading thing. us. It's great. And it's leading us to a really positive place. And the more That's technology, so the better. So where can we continue to learn more about Lightspeed, GMI, and what you're doing there? Uh, well, um, we're speaking, you know, I'll be speaking. One of my colleagues is also speaking, Frank Kelly. And, of course, we have our um, website. And you're free to reach out to any of us, you know, directly. We're represented here at the um, at So the lightspeedgmi.com is a good place and obviously you're part of the industry so you're speaking at a variety of events and we are of course at IIEX today broadcasting live on Voice America with the fabulous Bonnie Breslauer. Breslauer. (laughs) Um, Schwartz is just so easy. (laughs) At the Insight Innovation Exchange. And it's so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Lori Schwartz, your Tech Cat. And we'll be back in a few moments with another great thought leader. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Thank you so much, Lori. It was great. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Thank you. Back to you, Ryan. The powerhouse of Internet Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com.